Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses or IELTSETC.com. This podcast is brought to you today by the Members Academy, which is a special website that I set up because people kept asking me, where can I find this? Where can I find that? Where's the best this? Where's the best that? So I've put them all in one place, one really easy place that you can access from your phone. You've got videos, worksheets, um, different kinds of courses, including a new full vocabulary, 28 day vocabulary course. And at the moment, I'm working on the pronunciation course. I've just done day one, and hopefully there'll be seven days of pronunciation ready by the end of the week. If you're interested in joining the Members Academy, the price will go up on November the 1st. So the reason I keep talking about it is I don't want you to miss the bargain offer, which still exists until the 31st of October. So last week I did a listening section two and I did it because uh, often the section two has a map in it and a lot of people said they found maps difficult. Um, I will do more maps, but I wanted to show you a different kind of section two today. Um, last week we looked at a kind of tour. There's always a museum or a place like a farm or something and they want to show you around the farm but this time it's quite different it's somebody giving a review of um, baby beds or cots and all you've got is a table really with questions 11 to 19 so there are lots of spaces and then you've just got one question 20 where there is a gap so although, of course, there are loads of gaps in the table, um, there are no multiple choice and there's no map. So you have to focus on the table and quickly decide what kind of things you're listening for. And you're allowed no more than three words. So the table uh, shows you three different brands of cot and they're called Baby Safe, Choice Cots and Mother's Choice. Then they talk about the good points of each cot and then the problems of each cot and then the final verdict or what they think about each cot. But of course, it goes through each cot um, individually. So it talks about baby safe and it talks about the good points, the bad points and the verdict. And then it goes on to the next cot. So you have to follow that um, horizontally across the table. So let's look at the first brand. It's called Baby Safe. So what you're listening for is um, good, bad and verdict. And for the good, it says it's easy to something. For the bad, there are two problems. It doesn't have any something and the babies could trap their something in the sidebar. Um, so for the problems, we're looking for what was lacking um, what was not there and what could the babies trap? Could you guess that <laughs> maybe? Um, and the final verdict is just one gap. That's it. So you'll have to write down that word. So this is how it starts. It says, hello and welcome to today's Buyer Beware program, where we give you some tips on how to spend your money wisely. Now, in today's show, we're looking at beds for children and babies. Let's start by looking at baby cots. That's for children of up to three years old. We tested three different costs, cots, all in the budget range. And as usual, we will feature the good points, the problems and our verdict. 
So that was all the introduction. Gives you plenty of time to find where you are and to um, look again at the table. So the answers are coming now. The first cot we looked at was by Baby Safe, and it had several good points to recommend it. Our testers liked the fact that it had four wheels, so it was easy to move around. The only slight problems with this cot were that it had no brakes, but they didn't think that mattered too much. At first, they were a bit concerned about the sidebar because they felt babies could trap their fingers in it. But our testers felt that this was unlikely to happen, so they have given this one a verdict of satisfactory. Okay, so the answers there were not difficult, but I think what the tricks are here are the spelling, actually. The first answer was um, it had four wheels, so it was easy to move around. So two words, move around, no problem. Question number 12, it did not have any brakes. Now, that's difficult for two reasons. First of all, it's a plural. So, of course, you must remember the S. But secondly, it has a different spelling from what we, how we normally spell break, which is B-R-E-A-K. This, of course, is B-R-A-K-E, like brakes in a car. So I think that's quite a trick, actually. And then we thought maybe we could guess that they get their fingers trapped um, in the sidebar. Uh, again, just check the plural S for fingers. But I think the last one is tricky because it's the spelling of satisfactory. Um, lots of English native speakers misspell satisfactory. And I often have to kind of question myself. Um, I suppose an easy way to remember it is the spelling of factory at the end. That's F-A-C-T-O-R-Y and then S-A-T-I-S, satisfactory. Um, so I think that could cause problems. They do like... Um, words like that ending in ORI, and I do have a list of them on my website in the um, word formation part. Okay, so let's move on to the second uh, row, which is called Choice Cots. And here we've got, again, one question for each um, criteria. So there's good points, it's easy to, again, what, easy to what. Problems, it says the side did not drop down. That's one problem. And the second problem is that the spaces between the bars were blank. So that's question 16. And the overall verdict is blank. That's what you're listening for. Okay, so this is what they say. They say the next cot was by Choice Cots. And this time our testers were pleased to find a cot which is simple to put together, unlike others we looked at. On the minus side, our testers did not like the fact that the side of the cot did not drop down, making it difficult to pick up newborn babies. However, the real problem with this cot was the space between the bars. Our testers found they were too wide and a baby could easily trap his head. We felt this was a real safety hazard, and so we have labelled this one dangerous, I'm afraid. Okay, so the first thing we're looking at is that it's easy to do what? And the question and the answer was, it's simple to put together. So two words put together. 
Secondly, there was a problem with the spaces and it says uh, testers found they were too wide. So the answer is two words, T-O-O, wide, W-I-D-E. And the final thing we're looking for is the verdict and it says we've labelled this one dangerous. So that's all you need is the word dangerous because we've labelled this one means they've given it this verdict which is dangerous. So even though she says I'm afraid, all you need is the word dangerous. Moving on to the third cot and it's called Mother's Choice. The good point is that you could um, move the base of the cot. So we're looking for a problem. The problem is it did not have any something. And then it says the pictures could be removed easily. That's also a problem. The verdict, again, is completely blank. So you have to decide on the verdict. So they start by saying, and finally, better news for mother's choice cot. This cot was slightly different in that although the sidebar did not drop down, the base could be raised or lowered into two different positions, making it safe as well as convenient. The negatives for this one were quite minor. The only niggle everyone had was the fact that it has no wheels. And the only other problem anyone could find was that there were pictures which were simply stuck on and so could easily become detached. The makers have now promised to discontinue this practice. As this cot will then be safe in every way, we have made the Mother's Choice cot our best buy. Congratulations, Mother's Choice. All right, so we were looking for something that the cot did not have. And it says um, it did not have any and then the gap. So. Um, the only niggle, niggle is a negative point, everyone had was the fact that it has no wheels. So do be a little bit careful. It uses present tense there. It has no wheels. But in the answer, it tells us did not have any. And so you just need wheels, W-H-E-E-L and the plural S. Um, I think that's a bit tricky. It's the same as the first one where it says it did not have any um, brakes, whereas in the text it said it had no brakes. So, yeah, I suppose it could be quite easy to trip up there and put no or instead of any, I don't know. Um, the last one then was the verdict and the verdict is that the cot, if they remove the pictures, will be safe in every way. So we have made the mother's choice cot our best buy. Now, best buy is a funny expression, isn't it? Um, it it's, it's hard to know that that is actually a label or a verdict. Um, you know, very often you see when you Google which something to buy they say best buy and that's how they label it in their opinion it's the best buy so if you're not familiar with that kind of terminology i think this could be tricky um but it's two words it's best and buy and that's it um so that was pretty straightforward but given that i've started doing this pronunciation course in my members academy i've literally just noticed something that I think is important 
Um, when you learn pronunciation, um, you learn that in connected speech, of course, we we drop a lot of the sounds. So, for for example, when you say it must be, you drop the T, um, or it used to, it used to be, you drop the D at the end of used to. So, you know that when we speak fast, we drop sounds. I think once you know and learn about that, it helps with your listening because here, for example, it said a find a, to find a cot which is simple to put together. Now, I read that very clearly, but in fast speech, it might not be that clear. So simple to put together, it, you know, that the sounds are merging because you don't say put together, you say put together. So that's one example where a knowledge of kind of pronunciation uh, rules, I guess, will also help you with your listening. Um, I remember listening recently where the answer was Manchester Airport, Manchester Airport. But because airport begins with a vowel and Manchester ends with an R, then it sounded like Manchester Airport. So somebody, one of my students, actually wrote rare port because of the R sound coming before the vowel. And there's an example of that here because they said that the bars or the space between the bars were too wide. Now, if you say that separately, it comes out as too wide. But if you say it fast, it becomes too wide. And you can see how the sounds merge. Um, yeah, so I've just, sorry, I've just noticed that. And then there's one more. We talked about the best buy. Well, you can't hear the T at the end of best when you're speaking really fast. So you say the best buy. And, you know, how incredibly difficult would that be, really, um, if you didn't know that the word or the term that they use is actually best Buy. You can't hear it. If I say that fast, best buy, you cannot hear that that is best buy. So I think that's another good reason to um, do a little bit of work on pronunciation and what happens in fast speech. Um, and that's what I'm working on at the moment in the Members Academy. So hopefully this will be useful. Um, so the final one is strangely just a gap on its own. It says question 20 and you're only allowed one word. Um, it says, metal should not be rusted or bent. And question 20 says, edges of cot should not be something. So we're looking at what the edges of the cot should not be. So it says, so what features should you look for in a baby's cot? Well, obviously, safety is a very important factor, as well as comfort and convenience. We recommend that if you're buying a cot, do make sure that any metal present is not rusted or bent in any way. You should ensure your cot has only rounded or smooth edging without any sharp edges. And this is especially important for wooden cots. Now then, I said that totally naturally because something again happens in fast speech. The answer is without any sharp edges. So the answer is sharp 
S-H-A-R-P. That is the adjective that we want. Maybe you could guess it. Maybe then if you hear it, you think, oh, yes, okay, sharp, obviously. But when you actually hear it, what happens is that the P from sharp actually moves on to the second word because the second word starts with a vowel. So it becomes sharp edges, sharp edges. And that is a, a, a known um, problem with English listening is that the vowel sound at the start of a word often causes a problem for the word before it. Um, sorry, I'm talking so much about this today. It's just because I can see it in almost every word now that I'm looking at this listening. Even if we go to number 11 where it says move around, it's easy to move around. Well, around starts with a vowel and therefore in fast speech that becomes move around. Moo around, move around. And I know this is really hard to get your head around, um, but once you've started hearing it, you will get used to it and you will start to hear where certain words merge and why, therefore, it can be difficult to kind of separate them and tear them apart again. Uh, right. Okay. Sorry, I wasn't planning on talking so much about pronunciation today, but I've always said that if you learn how pronunciation works in fast speech, then of course it'll help you with your listening. So things like contractions, weak forms, sounds that we drop, sounds that we merge, extra sounds that we add, like Manchester rare port, things like that. It's all useful for you and it will help your listening. Okay, that's not on my website yet today, Sunday, because I've been making this pronunciation course today, but I will promise to put it there as soon as possible during the week. Um, luckily, there's no map this time, so um, you don't really need to see a map and you could probably work it out from what I've said, but I promise I will get it there as soon as possible. Thanks for being very patient with me today and listening when these things I'm talking about might sound pretty crazy to you. But now I've just had a thought that I will actually do a blog post about it because I do think it's really, really important. OK, have a great week. I'll be back on Wednesday. If you have any requests, please do let me know. And remember, on Instagram and Facebook, I've got... Um, these little audio videos. So they're just one minute videos that you can practice and play. Um, so you can listen over and over again if you didn't catch it the first time. Um, and that's over on Instagram. Okay. Thanks ever so much. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. Bye.